things we already talked about. Trusting in God. That have worked for us in the past. <laughs> we just trust it. We believe it will work. This is what we did in the past. That's it's going to work for us this time. We put our trust in people that have been there for us in the past. We rely on them. But sometimes they fail us. And we feel disappointed. We put the, our trust in government. The government of the United States. And they're going to be there for us. And sometimes you find the government has failed a lot of people. Some people have failed, felt failed by the government. And we put our trust in the justice system. There are many that are in jail that feel like the justice system hasn't worked for them. And you've seen some of them out. They've been in prison for many years only to find out they didn't commit the crime. The justice system failed them. Um, many people put their trust in the medical profession, medicine, to help them, doctors, and many times they can help, but sometimes they can't do anything. They'll failure. Sometimes we put our trust in the economy, but it goes up and down. And it fails us. Basically, I'm saying we need to place our trust where it should be, in God. We need to trust God for everything. There is the difference between faith, hope, and I'll talk about trust. Faith is now. Faith is dealing with what, what you are going to receive from God right away. You're trusting God to give, do it right away. You exercise your faith. It is done. It may not be right there, but God is, will respond to that faith. But the Bible tells us faith is, the faith is in the very present. Hope is in the future. You're hoping that something is going to happen to resolve the situation. Now, hope is different from faith. Faith has a lot of confidence, knowing, trusting God, God is going to do it. Now, hope is saying, God will do it. I just don't know, but I'll keep my head up because it's all in the future. God is going to do it. God, hope allows you to keep your head up while this ship is sinking. You feel good until the water gets here. And it, be, it becomes very difficult to keep hope alive because you don't know what's going to happen. So hope is dependent on what's really going on as you are looking up into the future, uh, trusting in God. Now, trust is also in the future, but that is, in biblical terms, that's a, a quiet confidence inside of you because of everything that's happening. Nothing seems to be happening. Nothing seems to say this is going to take place, but you are trusting in three things. You are trusting in God's wisdom. That he is working out the best on your behalf. You don't understand everything that's going on. Some of the things that are happening in your life doesn't make sense. The way you plan it and the way you think God ought to have done it, you don't understand it. But you are trusting first in God's wisdom that he knows what he's doing. And he's 
going to do what is best for you. You are also trusting in his power, his ability. You know that he is able. You are not giving up. You trust him. Regardless of what he's doing, he is able to do it and he's going to make it good for you. And also, you are trusting in his goodness. You're trusting in his goodness. That God is good. Regardless, he, even if you are experiencing something evil today, God can take that thing you, and turn it into something good. You just don't understand it. You are in the dark, don't understand what is going on, and that's usually very difficult. But you're saying, I'm trusting God. I know God will help me. And so God must have your confidence. Anytime you put your confidence in something else, somebody, something else apart from God, you put God out of it. I'd like to read this scripture to you that your strength in life, according to the scriptures, comes, comes only through trusting in God. And I'll show you the way God puts it in his word. In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 through 8, it says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. Notice it didn't say make man. It says flesh, his strength. Well, what he's saying, when you make man, when you put your trust in man, you are trusting in flesh, and there's no strength there, no bones. It's just flesh. Now, it's going to be difficult to have strength when you've got no bones. <laughs> but flesh was the king. So he says, cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength. So when you trust in man, that's your strength. When you trust in God, that's your strength. I've always wondered, what does God mean when he says, I will strengthen you? Does he mean I'm weak, I can't walk? No, he's strengthening your heart. Where your heart is fixed, and no matter what's happening, you're not bothered by it. Your heart is strong. You have strength. You are not wandering all over the place. You are not discouraged. You are strong because you trust in God, and you know God is going to come through for you. So no matter what the enemy is doing, and God allows all of this, and this is some of the biggest lessons that I've learned, is this one thing that God will actually allow you to go through a test just to see what you will do. And he's trying to strengthen you. So when you go through that, you have experience and you can always trust him. You have faith, but you have experience to trust God that no matter what's going on, I don't understand it, but I know I have a good God. He is my father. He is on my side. He's going to take care of it. No matter how bad the situation is, God will come for me by trusting in him. And that's strength. You know he's there for you. So when they are telling they are telling all the employees we are going to get rid of some of you, you're not bothered. Because you are trusting in God. Others are losing sleep because they have nothing to trust in. They can only trust in what they have done, their job or their performance and all of that maybe the employer won't let me go, but you're saying, I trust in God. If he lets me go, 
I know God has something better for me, and I'm going to the better thing. Don't worry about it. So you come back to work the next day while everyone is hanging. Did you hear what the employer said? He's going to get rid of us, some of us. He said, well, I, why are you smiling? They say. I mean, you too. Didn't you hear? I heard. You're not bothered by it? No. They're wondering what's behind it. Because you're not trusting in the employer. You have faith in God already. But you're trusting him. You're trusting in his wisdom. You're trusting in his power. His ability to work on your behalf. And he knows what he's doing. And even though this circumstance is coming to your life, and it's affecting everything, may affect your family, may affect your finances, you just don't care because the Lord is your shepherd. You will not know one if you trust him. So you can go to sleep and don't worry about it. You see, God wants us to trust him. And when we put that confidence in somebody else or something else, he says, you're cursed. You're going to be miserable for this. For not, for not trusting in me and placing your trust in somebody else. You'll fail you. You will lose your strength. And so that's what the word of God says. Trust in, when you trust a man and you make flesh your strength, your heart, when that's happened to you, really God sees it, your heart is departed from them. Read the word. Whose heart departs from the Lord? When you trust in something else, your, even your own abilities, your wisdom, somebody that's helped you in the past, he's always there. He promised you, I'm going to be there for you. It never works. When you need them the most, they'll fail you. They're just human beings. The flesh, they'll fail you. You can't trust in their solemn promise. It's not going to work. They'll fail you. Why? Because they have their own issues as well. They have problems just like you have. You can't trust in them. They can't help you. Only God can. And God says if you rely on those, that will be a disappointment for you. But when you rely on in God, they, God could use them to help you. But even if they fail, God will pick somebody else to replace them. If you're not trusting them, you don't care what they do. So you do everything that you're doing unto God. You don't care what they do. They can leave. They can. People think, oh, if he dies, I'm finished. No, you're trusting in man. You can't trust in the job. It's got to be God alone. Cursed is the man who persists. For he shall be like a shrub. If you trust in man, this is what's going to happen to you. Like a shrub in the desert. And shall not see when good comes. So God promised good when you trust in him. It will come. That's what he's saying. But if you misplace that trust and you place it in something else other than God, when good, notice not if good comes, good will come if you're trusting in God. But if you misplace that trust, you won't recognize it when it comes. Sometimes when you're being thre uh, threatened to be fired from your job, is good coming. Amen? But you don't recognize it because your trust is in your job. God may be wanting something different. God may be wanting you to start something on your own because he's giving, he made you. And he's got to push you, push you and get you to the place 
where he gives things that he placed inside of you, he's forced out of you. You just let him do it. Let him press you when now you know the truth is. Stop, you know? When you press it, what inside comes out, right? Then there's something good God is putting inside of you. He needs to press you a little bit. Push you so that those things will come out of you. But if you don't, that's what's going to happen. You won't recognize when truth comes, but it shall inhabit the high places in the wilderness, in a salt land which is not inhabited. But it says in verse 7, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. So trust in the Lord and your hope is also in the Lord. You're blessed. If you can find yourself doing that, you're already blessed. You are not going to be blessed. You're already blessed. Why? Because good will come your way. No doubt about it. Good will come your way. So you're trusting in God. You trust God for your marriage. You trust God for your children. You trust God for your education. You trust God for every single thing. You can't rely on anything. You can't even rely on your DNA. You trust in God. It runs in the family. It's good. So it's going to happen to me. Something else can happen, and all of that will work out. You just have to trust God, especially those who know him. Now, we all know this. You know, as, as a, a pastor, if somebody is being in our church for just one time, hmm, and he says, I'm not coming back. No. This is the first time I don't know you. I have a point to make. But if I've known if I've known you for a while and we become friends and you tell me you want to leave, guess what? I will be thinking about it for a long time because we've developed a relationship. You see what I'm saying? You have a relationship with God and a covenant with him Is the upper part of this covenant. And in this covenant, part of it, you need to trust in him. There's a relationship there. Now, when you transfer that trust to somebody else, it's very painful. For humans, it's painful. If you come to love somebody and they tell you, I don't trust you, how would you feel? They doubt you. So that's why I believe God is saying that you need to you need, you need to trust him. It says for he that person will be as a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its root by the river, and will not fear when heat comes, the trouble will not pursue when they approach, but his leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the years of drought, nor will cease nor will cease from yielding fruit. So it's just gonna be good for you. I read one this one not scripture, not two. Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Don't lean on your understanding regarding why we need to pray in all 
your ways, acknowledge him. When it doesn't make sense, most of the time we're sitting down trying to figure it out. What next step to take? How am I going to do this? That's good. We can do that. But I believe we should also go and discuss with him about what's going on. And tell him we're trusting. You're going to take care of this. You're going to take care of this on your own. And sometimes it's better to do just like Solomon. I got all these people to govern. I don't don't have the wisdom. Could you give me the wisdom to do this? Now that's just one situation. But we're dealing with different situations in our lives. Do Do you ever go to him for wisdom or you try to figure it out? You can ask God for wisdom in a particular thing. You've been struggling. Just ask him, what do I do? And he gives you just a simple idea. It may not even make sense to you, but it will work. Because God knows the situation better than you know it. And he knows what will work. So in all your ways, in everything, when you have trust in God, it is trust him with all of your heart. That means you're going to him with everything that bothers you. Everything. In fact, we can't go into that tonight, but Jesus said, don't bend and over by yourself. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. Take my yoke. In other words, give me your bodies. Don't ever burden yourself with these things. You can deal with them. Jesus made this clear. You can't make your hair white or dark or blonde.
lot of people have been disappointed in the church because pastors failed them. They put their trust in big, great, great pastors. And then the pastor failed, and they don't go back to church anymore. They are so disappointed. What happened? Because the man is not God. You can't put your trust in anything else. It's got to be God and God alone. Amen? Please stand up with me tonight. Remember that God came to take care of you. Just let him know what's going on. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. How many things did you say we should be anxious for? How many things? For nothing. And God knows nothing. In other words, don't worry about it. There was a song, don't worry, be happy. <laughs> okay? That's scriptural. Just keep the joy, amen? Well, please raise your hand to the Lord tonight and thank him uh, for his love for you, that he cares for you. He loves you. No matter what's going on, he's kept you to this day. He knows your future. Put your future in his hand and tell him you're happy to be his child. You're happy. You got problems, yes, but you are happy that he knows and he understands and you're following him. He, will, he promised I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. No matter what, Jesus means what he came. Even if you don't understand him, understand it. Be thankful. Not for the situation, but for who God is. Because you're trusting in him. You're trusting in his goodness. You're trusting in his wisdom. You're trusting in his power. He can do it. Nothing is impossible with God. Father, we thank you tonight. We love you. Thank you for making Jesus a part of our lives. We want Jesus to be all of our lives. That's what we want. Take over. Take over, Lord God. And help us to truly rely on you and have great confidence that you know what you're doing. You have all the wisdom. You have all the power. And you are goodness. Thank you, Lord God, tonight. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen.